It is opening night in the NHL for the Los Angeles Kings as they host the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll let you know what the finalized opening night roster is and what we think about it. We'll also give you a Pacific Division preview as the season is set to get underway. And we'll preview tonight's matchup against the Golden Knights. All that coming up on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. And don't forget to click on the little bell icon to be notified when a new episode is available. Last check, we were at 735 subscribers. Our goal is 800 by the end of October, and we appreciate your support in helping us to reach our goal. I am Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. For the past 20 plus years, I've been at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and, of course, a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. We are zero days away from the LA Kings season opener tonight. The Kings host the Vegas Golden Knights at Crypto.com Arena as we open the 2022-23 NHL season the Kings taking on the Golden Knights, one of two games on opening night here, at least in North America. For the NHL, there were a couple of games played overseas uh, over in Prague to open up the season. The National Predators and the San Jose Sharks played a couple of games last Friday and Saturday. But tonight is officially opening night here in North America with a pair of games on national television. So the Kings getting some exposure nationally as well. And obviously all Kings fans excited about getting this highly anticipated season underway now the kings announced their 23-man roster for the start of the season it includes 14 forwards seven defensemen and of course two goaltenders the forwards are Andre kopitar kevin fiala and adrian kempe philip Deneau, victor arvidson trevor moore quentin byfield alex iafalo arthur kaliev blake lazat carl grunstrom brennan lemieux gabe velarde and Jarrett anderson dolan I have no issues at all with those 14 forwards that will start the season with the LA Kings. Matter of fact, I told you weeks ago, I thought it was pretty obvious that Gabe Velarde and Jarrett Anderson Dolan would be the final two forwards on the Kings roster. And that appears to be the case uh, of the seven defensemen. We've got Drew Doughty and Mikey Anderson, Matt Roy and Sean Walker, Alex Edler and Sean Dursey, as well as rookie Brant Clark. Yes, he did make the roster um you know early on in the preseason i was a little down on the veteran alex edler because he looked so slow in the preseason but i will admit that he did come on later uh, in the preseason schedule looked a little bit better so um i feel a little bit better about alex edler the veteran being um, one of our blue liners as for of course brant clark uh, that is the the big news if you're going to look at any news or any maybe surprising aspect of what the king's uh, roster is to start the regular season uh, and certainly no issues at all with Brant Clark being on the roster, at least for now. Um, if you are, you know, it's possible that maybe you're joining the channel a little bit late. Uh, you weren't with us throughout the offseason. And now that the season has started, um, you're interested in content like this. If you don't know about, about Brant Clark, uh, former number one draft pick of the Kings, very highly uh, prized rookie. Um, and but, but really, 
going into uh, this offseason, I think a lot of people looked at Brant Clark as a long shot to make the Kings roster. Well, as we mentioned at the time, uh, he was going to get a pretty good look and, and an audition because the talent is clearly there for Brant Clark. But is he ready at this point of his career to be an NHL caliber, caliber player? So he came into the development camp and looked good. He came into the rookie camp, looked very good playing in the rookie faceoff up in San Jose. He came into the preseason and the preseason games and looked very, very good. And so now he's going to get a nine-game audition, or he's eligible to get a nine-game audition at the NHL level with the LA Kings. And then they have to make a decision on whether he stays with the Kings for the rest of the season, whether his uh, three-year entry-level contract starts to kick in this year or if they decide to send him back to his junior team. Unfortunately, because of his age, the option of sending him to the AHL in the Ontario Reign is not an option. So it's either or for Brant Clark. It's back to his junior team where, frankly, he's going to dominate the competition um, or he's with the LA Kings this entire season. And the question is, is this the right time for Brant Clark? Because he, he is still developing. He, as good as he is at this point of his career, he is still developing. So the argument is, can he play enough to help the LA Kings this year? Is he along enough in his development to be a positive factor for the LA Kings this season? Because he needs to play, even though if he goes back to his junior team, he's going to dominate those players. And you could argue that there's not much to be gained by dominating other players at, an, at a lower level when you've demonstrated you're good enough to play at a higher level. But is he good enough to play every night? The Kings are going to be fighting for a playoff spot, I believe. And so you need everybody to play at a very high level. They don't have time to have a guy develop at the NHL level, right? Um, so is he is his skill at this point enough that he's going to be an asset on the ice for the LA Kings every time he plays? That's the question that needs to be answered. There's also the other argument that, look, and this is a pessimistic argument, but it's 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 not unrealistic to bring it up. The Kings are not a Stanley Cup contender now. Why not wait to have Brant Clark's rookie season kick in a year later rather than now? And so you have him under control for an extra year going down the road. But I think the message to the Kings is you can't say that. You can't tell the LA Kings, even if you might believe that in your heart, the Kings are not a Stanley Cup contender right now. You don't send that message to your team because frankly, you don't know. You really don't know. We all think we know. We all think we're experts, but in the end, there are surprises every year. We'll talk about a surprise with the Vegas Golden Knights from this past season. You think you know what a team's going to be. You think you know how they're going to perform. But in the end, there are always teams that underperform. There are always teams that have high expectations that don't meet them. And there are always teams that overachieve. There are always teams every year in every sport that defy the odds, that do things that none of the experts thought they were going to do. So the Kings, who knows? If everything falls right and everybody plays the way we think they can, maybe they are a Stanley Cup contender this year. But regardless, the, the story with Brant Clark is he's starting the NHL season with the LA Kings. He'll get a nine-game audition. At least that's the maximum number of games he can play in before his entry-level contract kicks in. His, his contract would kick in on that 10th game. And it doesn't have to be the first nine games of the NHL season. If he doesn't play tonight, the clock isn't started. It's the nine games that he plays in whenever that may be. So Brant Clark starting uh, with the Kings in the NHL. I agree with the decision. I think he's that good. And now the decision will be made based on how he plays in these potentially nine games to see if they will keep him or not. As for the goaltenders, obviously there's no question there. It is Jonathan Quick and it is Cal Peterson. 
I have not heard definitively that Jonathan Quick is going to be the opening night starter tonight against the big school Knights. If he isn't, though, I'll be absolutely dumbfounded. Uh, he has certainly earned it. He's had a great preseason, um, and I just I will be flabbergasted. Something something will have to have happened for him not to be the opening night starter for the LA Kings. So there is your opening night roster for the Kings. Um, not not really any surprises. We talked about the Brent Clark issue. Other than that, you've got a pretty solid lineup of some very, very good veteran players, a nice mix of young up-and-coming players as well. And so looking forward to what this group can do this season for the LA Kings. I did want to mention a couple of roster moves for the Kings to get them uh, to the uh, current roster. Um, they did send defenseman Jacob Moverari uh, and goalie Phoenix Copley back to Ontario in the NHL after they cleared waivers. So again, Jacob Moverari. Uh, does clear waivers and is back in Ontario. Also forward Rasmus Kupari sent to Ontario. He did not have to clear waivers. So the, uh, the Ontario Reign getting their roster finalized as well as they get ready to open up the season. Now I expect to see Victor Arvidsson in the lineup on opening night tonight, playing on the second line with Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore. But I'm going to present an argument against Arvidsson playing on opening night. He had one preseason game this offseason and he looked fine. Uh, he is coming off back surgery for a herniated disc, and backs are a very serious thing for any professional athlete. And while it is great that he is ahead of schedule, and it is great that the doctors have cleared him, and it is great that he is saying that he feels good, I think maybe it would be wiser to ease Victor Arbitson back into the lineup because he is a very important player for the Kings. We need him for the bulk of the season, and especially at the end of the season when the Kings are hopefully in the playoffs. And I think you're also rewarding Gabe Velarde for the great preseason that he had by having Velarde play for opening night and maybe a few games early in the season on that second line with Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore. And you let Arvidsson get a few more practices under his belt before you, you get him back out there. Um, and again, I think it's twofold. You're being cautious with someone who had a serious back injury and you're also rewarding a player who basically was kind of challenged to step it up this preseason and Gabe Velarde absolutely did he played really well in the preseason so it would be a a both a smart decision and a reward for a player that worked very hard and and performed well in the preseason now the argument against that would be that every game for the LA Kings this season is an important game I believe that's the case I think the Kings are going to need every point they can to secure a playoff spot this season. I think the Pacific Division is going to be very, very competitive. We'll talk more about that later. So if Victor Arvidsson is a better player than Gabe Velarde, which I believe he is, then you need to have your your all the all the bullets loaded in the gun. At, at, you know, at, you need to be at your 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 top level that you can possibly be as far as the lineup you're putting out every night in an attempt to get every precious point. But I would say that while I, I believe Victor Arvidsson is definitely a better player than Gabe Velarde. Um, is he better today? Is he better tonight on opening night? Again, one preseason game and a handful of practices. Is he at full Victor Arvidsson skill level at this point? Probably not. So um, that would be my suggestion for the LA Kings. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think that Victor Arvidsson is going to open up the season on the second line at right wing. Um, and as a matter of fact, if you're going to judge by what we saw uh, on the morning skate today for the LA Kings, which is usually a pretty good indicator of what the lineup is going to be like. Victor Arvidsson will start on the second line at right wing. Gabe Velarde will start on the third line at right wing. And Arthur Kaliev will start 
uh, at right wing on the fourth line. So Kalia getting bumped down a little bit to play on that fourth line. That means that Brendan Lemieux is out of the lineup and Carl Grundstrom is likely going to be the left winger on that fourth line. But just a suggestion, just being a little bit cautious about Victor Arvidsson this season and also a reward for Gabe Velarde as well. That would be my suggestion. I don't think the Kings are going to listen to me, but I just wanted to offer that out there as, as a possible um, strategy for the Kings, at least for the early part of the regular season. So as we get ready for the new season, I've got a quick Pacific Division preview for you coming up in just a moment. But first, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. But let me introduce you to a new favorite. It is Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They are made with real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of fat in them. Excuse me, 15 grams of protein in them. Uh, I usually eat the candy bars that have the 15 grams of fat in them. Uh, Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Why not eat something that tastes great and is good for you? Whether you need a sack, snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just a uh, want to grab a quick bite, you're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that is Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. So if perhaps you didn't pay attention to the offseason uh, for the NHL, and in, in particular, the Pacific Division, I'm going to give you a quick um, update on what happened in the offseason regarding the teams that the LA Kings are be. Uh, directly competing against for playoff spots here in the Pacific Division. So it looks like the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers are likely the top two teams in the division, at least on paper. Calgary's offseason actually started like a disaster. They lost their top two uh, scorers in Johnny Gaudreau, who left as a free agent to Columbus, and Matthew Kachuk, who was traded to the Florida Panthers once he declined an extension from Calgary because he was going to be a free agent. However, the Flames were able to get Jonathan Huberto and defenseman Mackenzie Weger in the trade from the Florida Panthers for Matthew Kachuk. And they also signed free agent Nazem Kadri. In the end, the Flames might actually be better this season than they were a year ago. And this was a team that won the Pacific Division and had 111 points. The Edmonton Oilers, as we all well know, eliminated the Kings in seven games in the playoffs last year. Ended up making it to the Western Conference Finals. They have the top tandem in the NHL in Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. If those two guys are healthy, the Oilers are going to be a very tough team to deal with. They did upgrade in net, signing free agent goalie and former LA King Jack Campbell. And they will have now Evander Kane, the former Shark, for an entire season after they picked him up late last season. So it looks like the Oilers will be a formidable team again. The Vancouver Canucks might be improved just by having head coach Bruce Boudreau for a full season. You might uh, remember he was formerly in the Kings organization, Bruce Boudreau. He was the head coach of the Manchester Monarchs in the AHL back in the day, but he's now a longtime NHL coach and he is guiding the Vancouver Canucks. He um, took over for the fired Travis Green uh, during last season and under Boudreau, the Canucks played very well. As a matter of fact, if you projected their point total under Boudreau for the entire 82-game season, the Canucks would have finished second in the Pacific Division last year. So we'll see what they do with a full season of Bruce Boudreau. I think they are going to be one of the main competitors for the LA Kings for a playoff spot this season. We'll talk about tonight's opponent, the Vegas Golden Knights, in a second. As for the rest of the Pacific Division, the Ducks, the Kraken, and the Sharks, it appears that they are all well behind the rest of the teams in the division as far as uh, contending for a playoff spot. Wouldn't expect the Ducks or the Kraken or the Sharks to be battling the Kings for a playoff spot. Coming up next, we are going to preview tonight's opponent. That is the Vegas Golden Knights. But first, 
Don't forget the Locked On NHL podcast has you covered for all your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from the Locked On NHL channels, breaking down the biggest trades and news in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. So, of course, the Kings are opening up the season tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. It is a 7 p.m. face-off at Crypto.com Arena. The game will be broadcast on national TV on ESPN. It will not be televised locally. Uh, it's going to be a busy sports night in downtown Los Angeles as the L.A. Dodgers are also opening up their postseason hosting the San Diego Padres at Dodger Stadium. So uh, going to be, again, a very, very busy sports downtown Los Angeles uh, coming up later on tonight. So uh, let's talk a little bit about tonight's opponent, the Vegas Golden Knights. And we mentioned, I mentioned a moment ago that while we think we know what the LA Kings are this year, we don't, we don't really know until the season actually happens. I think they're definitely a playoff team. I don't know that I would say that they're a Stanley Cup contender at this point, but case in point, when I say we really don't know, is the Vegas Golden Knights from a year ago. Uh, they were one of the most disappointing teams in the NHL last season, probably the most disappointing team, at least in the Western Conference. Uh, plenty of people, including yours truly, said that the Vegas Golden Knights last season were a lock to win the Pacific Division. The Pacific division. Um, how did that work out? Uh, they didn't win the division. They didn't finish in the top three. They did not make the playoffs a year ago. Now, they were hit hard by injuries, and they also underachieved. But again, the Vegas Golden Knights are a great example of uh, you think you know, but sometimes you don't know. Now, as far as the Vegas Golden Knights going into this season, uh, they are having salary cap issues. They had to get rid of one of their star forwards, Max Pacioretty, this offseason, basically for nothing uh, because of their salary cap issues. So they are um, not the team they were a year ago. They made a big trade late last season to pick up Jack Eichel from the Buffalo Sabres. The jury is still out on if that deal is going to be the deal that helps the Vegas Golden Knights get to where they want to be or not. And before this season even started, the Vegas Golden Knights lost their number one goalie, Robin Leonard, for the entire season because of a hip injury that is going to require surgery. That said, they are still a very talented team. They do have Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, Jonathan Marcheseau. They added Phil Kessel in the offseason. They've got guys like Alex Petrangelo and former L.A. King, Alec Martinez back on the blue line, but the key for them is going to be how do they recover from the loss of Robin Leonard? They're going with a young goaltender named Logan Thompson as their number one to at least start the year um, behind him. It's uh, some journeymen really um, guys like Laurent Brassois. Um, but it's going to be at least for the, for the start, Logan Thompson, he is in the spotlight, the Vegas golden Knights, how he performs this season will go a long way in determining how the Golden Knights end up. He played 19 games last season and did pretty well. Had a record of 10-5-3, and a 9-14 save percentage, and a 268 goals against average. But again, now he is not just coming in in an emergency situation to fill in. He is the guy to start the season for the Vegas Golden Knights. How he performs under that spotlight and under that pressure is going to be a big question to be answered for the Vegas Golden Knights. So again, I think Vegas does have the potential to be a challenger for a playoff spot, along with the LA Kings in the Pacific Division. Um, tough test tonight for the LA Kings against a good Vegas Golden Knight team. So what do we hope to see tonight in the opener for the LA Kings? Well, the power play looked great in the preseason, and we need that to continue into the regular season. Uh, we want to see the Kings' new top line 
lead the team, not just be a part of the team. Andre Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, and Kevin Fiala, they need to be a factor night in and night out for the LA Kings. The Kings' last two preseason games, they did not look very good holding a lead. Uh, we need to hopefully clean that up going forward. And Jonathan Quick needs to build off of his very solid preseason. Quick went 3-0 and in the preseason. He allowed a total of five goals in those three games. He stopped 66 of 71 shots. So Jonathan Quick uh, certainly looking good entering the regular season based on what he did during the preseason. That is a very, very um, good thing. Um, but again, we will need Cal Peterson at some point to help carry the load. Um, I, as much as I love Jonathan quick, and as much as we are all hopeful, he's going to have a season like he did a year ago. He's not a guy who, who, uh, because of his age, I don't think it's wise to rely on him to play, you know, 70 games this season or, or even in the high sixties. Um, so we're going to need Cal Peterson to help pull some of the rope with Jonathan quick. Um, and he'd not have a good preseason did Cal Peterson so hopefully he can get things ironed out by the time he gets called upon to help again in net with the LA Kings and also uh, very interested to see how the rookie Brant Clark uh, is inserted into the lineup based on what we saw in the morning skate today doesn't look like Brant Clark will be in the opening night lineup but uh, he will be out there we assume very soon and it'll be very interesting to keep an eye on him to see how he does early in the regular season but probably not going to be in the lineup tonight so again, looking forward to a very good matchup right off the start for the LA Kings. As, as I said before, I think the Kings are a playoff team. I think they're better than they were a year ago. The roster certainly is. And I think the younger guys should have developed a little bit more. Quentin Byfield, Arthur Kaliev, Arthur, uh, Carl Grunstrom, Gabe Velarde, uh, when called upon Jarrett Anderson Dolan. Those guys, I think, should be more contributors than they were a year ago and should be a little bit better than they were a year ago. That should help out the Kings as well. Um, but looking forward to the, to the season, but I said, if you're a Kings fan, I think every game, and you could say this, I guess, in, as far as like a cliche about every team in the NHL, every game is important. Well, I don't know that that's the case. Is every game really important for the top teams in the NHL, for your Colorado Avalanches, for your New York Rangers, for your Calgary Flames, uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs, for the Tampa Bay Lightning? Is every game really important for those guys? Probably not. But for teams like the LA Kings, who I think are going to be battling for a playoff spot, for probably battling for third in the Pacific, maybe even a wild card spot, every game really is important. So it starts off tonight for the LA Kings against the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, looking forward to it, I will be out there at Crypto.com Arena. If you're a local, uh, hopefully we'll see you out there as well. But very excited about tonight's uh, season opener for the LA Kings and looking forward to talking about it with you on tomorrow's show, breaking it down, how the game went, uh, and seeing if this 2022-23 season gets started on the right foot. If you'd like to send me an email um, for anything regarding the LA Kings or this show, the email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddy at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Twitter at LockedOnLAKings. We'll be very active uh, on Twitter uh, during the games. Uh, be out there early at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, trying to get there early to beat that traffic with the Dodgers playing as well. I'm going to be taking a lot of pictures and videos and sharing that with you. So follow us on Twitter at locked on LA Kings. And the same thing goes for our Instagram account, which is at locked on LA Kings. We'll be sharing pictures and videos over there as well. Hey, thank you very much for making locked on LA Kings. Your first listen every day. Uh, if you're joining us here now that the season has started, welcome. Look forward to having you for the rest of the season. Also want to invite you after you've made locked on LA Kings, your first listen every day, make your second listen locked on NHL. 
Locked On Experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world that is Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching Locked On LA Kings. Let's get the season underway. And as always, go Kings go.